0: This is How Did I Get This Far, a podcast tackling the basic skills and knowledge that we all completely missed learning. Soon enough, you'll stop having to ask yourself, how did I get this far? On this episode, wait, I'm not supposed to brush my hair when it's wet? It's time to find out, how did I wash my hair this far? Hello and welcome to a rinsed and washed episode with a guest who is about to blow dry you away. Today we have Tara Kruper, hairstylist and colorist as well as travel educator for the hair brand Wella and for the hair product company Good Hair Day. She is the creator of Weaver, a social and informative community to share hair education, and she has used her expertise for celebrities, talk shows, feature films, New York and LA Fashion Week, magazines worldwide, major award shows, and me. (laughs) So thanks for being a part of the podcast today.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yay! Have you always enjoyed playing with hair, or what was the journey that made you create a career in hair?
1: So funny, because I know a lot of hairstylists have this story of always loving to do hair and doing hair on Barbie dolls and their friends, and that was not me at all. No way. (laughs) Yeah, I just... um, I ended up, I like more of the people aspect. I've always been artistic and drawing, painting, and it just naturally fit.
0: I had no passion for doing people's hair either. And uh, here I am not doing anything with that as well. But I don't <laughs> even know how to braid hair still. I don't know how to do anything. But the memory I have as a kid when it comes to hair, I had my hair in like a half pony. You know, so I had like a hair tie in there with half my hair in it. And as a kid, I was trying to take it out and I, I couldn't get the hair tie out. So I grabbed a pair of scissors. And instead of cutting the hair tie, I just cut off the hair that was in the hair tie. No. Yeah. And my, my mom wasn't too pleased. And so that indicated I, I'm not to become a
1: hairstylist. So maybe one of the things was that my mom used to cut my bangs. Mm. And I remember my mom when told I... me
0: not to get bangs. That was my experience
1: <laughs> with bangs. Yeah, I wish. No, I just had crooked bangs. And I decided I don't want to do that to any children moving forward.
0: We'll have a lot of questions on styling later, but I think we need to start with some of the basics. Mm -hmm. Showering. Um, I I have so many questions when it comes to what to put on my hair. I've had a lot of fights with my coworkers about shampoo and like the products that you put in your hair. Uh, I would just buy whatever I wanted at the grocery store that was like cheap but looked fancy. And my coworkers... Definitely had a hard time hearing that I was using over-the-counter hair products. Gosh. So I would love to hear your advice on, well, first, what shampoo is, what it's doing, what conditioner is doing, and then where we should look to find these products.
1: Okay. So let me tell you, as your hairstylist, I'm also horrified to hear that you're using (laughs) (laughs) over-the-counter shampoo and conditioner like your friends. So... First things first. There, um, so okay. shampoo is going in, and it's it's a detergent, so it's getting rid of your natural oils, any buildup in your hair. It's cleaning your scalp. It's also getting rid of any products that you have in your hair. So it's the cleansing agent,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: there's usually some type of surfactant, detergent, anything that suds in the shampoo. And then the conditioner is, I think of it as the moisturizer. So it's going in it's, if you think of it in terms of skincare, you know, you clean your face and you moisturize, same thing for hair care. So it's moisturizing your scalp and like the skin on your head. It's also detangling your hair and just really moisturizing.
0: Everything that you're saying sounds like good stuff, (laughs) but you said it takes away the natural oils. I guess, you know, greasy hair, sure, but that sounds like a bad thing. It can be a bad thing.
1: So that's great that you said that. So pretty much if we were to go back in time, right? We don't we don't we're not using products in our hair. We just have our natural oil or grease mm-hmm. <laughs> as you said building up on our hair. You can actually get rid of that just by really scrubbing your scalp with water. Oh. But nowadays there's so much there's pollution. We're putting things in our hair that aren't water soluble mixed with our natural oils, so we need some type of shampoo or detergent to rid that. So it's interesting. If you use too much shampoo not enough conditioner, you can actually dry out your hair. And then what'll happen is it'll produce more oil and your hair will keep getting oilier. Okay.
0: It, this sounds like a really complicated math question on how to know <laughs> the right amount of shampoo and conditioner and when to use it and how to use it and where it goes on your head. So I'm like exhausted already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so much. Who knew shampoo and conditioner could be this detailed, right?
0: Yeah. I understand why I'm just buying the cheap stuff because this is like, my head is spinning. I like don't even.
1: Yeah, I would I would say um, definitely anything more expensive. It, it has to do with the brand, but also the ingredients are typically better quality. And if you have questions, definitely ask your hairstylist what they recommend if you aren't sure what to buy. And mm-hmm. as far as how often to shampoo, I would say every few days or some people do once a week. But I think every day is a little bit too excessive.
0: Okay. What about when to shower and when to wash your hair? Do you prefer night or during the day or is it more of a lifestyle choice?
1: Oh, I love that. So I prefer I prefer to shower at night. So then my hair air dries at night and I wake up in the morning and I just use a hot tool to style it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it is it is a lifestyle choice. A lot of people... My hair dries fairly nicely. If someone had really curly hair and they washed it at night and it air dried all frizzy, then they'd have a lot to fight in the morning. So I guess it would really depend on your hair type.
0: Which battle you want to face. <laughs>
1: exactly. Do you want to save time or do you want to battle your hair in the morning?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that actually leads me into a fun little game of good advice versus bad advice. Since one of my questions was going to be about when you're supposed to shower, how often you're supposed to shower.
1: Um, Shower every day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that I guess should be another episode then, huh? I love
1: that. All
0: right. So good advice, bad advice. I'm going to give you some advice that I've seen on the internet as far as tips for your hair. Let me know if you think it's good or bad and maybe a little insight on why. Okay. Don't brush your hair when it's wet.
1: Good advice.
0: Okay. Good. What's what's the reason that's a thing?
1: So when you brush your hair, so it all depends on the type of brush, your hair is its most fragile state when it's wet. So mm-hmm. it has more, like, it'll stretch more, and it'll break a lot more easily.
0: Is that why when I, it's more TMI, but is this why when I shower and I, like, pull my hair to like squeeze out the water and it's just like a whole entire new head of hair is in my hand
1: (laughs) well that has to do with if you shower every few days or if you wash your hair every few days (laughs) so it's not just Um, me (laughs) (laughs) so then what's happening is every day you shed hair so it's just built up daily hair that's all coming out at once so don't be scared of that Okay. But it would be more of if you brush your hair with a paddle brush when it's wet, it's, it's actually just breaking it. So there's something called a wet brush, which the bristles move on the brush. It's a lot more gentle. Or I would recommend using a detangling comb, so a wide tooth comb in the shower with conditioner. And then after you get out of the shower, just use your fingers to comb through.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. because of course I don't want it so knotty because it feels naughty afterwards. But that was advice I saw and I was concerned. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's the next one. Plucking a gray hair makes two more grow.
1: Okay. This to me is not real advice. This is just made up. I think it's good that it scares people. Um, <laughs> but the reason, so I do not recommend plucking gray hair, and it's mostly because as you start getting grays, you know, more are gonna just keep popping up, and when you pluck a hair, you can actually rip it out by the follicle. So you can just make yourself bald. Oh, (laughs)
0: yeah. (laughs) Well, to me, when you pluck, you want the follicle out because then it's gone, and I guess
1: I don't know. Well, that's so true. But then it's gone forever, and the more grays that pop up, the more you pluck, and you might, you might just end up having less hair. I think gray hair is always better than less hair.
0: (laughs) Ooh, that's a nice little quote there.
1: Right.
0: Yes. Okay. So if you have gray hair, embrace it, or come to me
1: and I'll cover it for
0: you. Ooh. Or go to Tara and she will fix you right up. But you, will, I'm sure you're beautiful with your gray hair. Whoever's hearing this and, and concerned about yes. your gray hair. All right, here's another one. Conditioner makes your hair flat.
1: Bad advice.
0: Oh, my dad needs to hear this one because he <laughs> always has to tell me anytime my hair is straightened, mm, Amanda, uh, your hair looks flat. I like it when it's more voluminous. I don't like when your hair is flat. You need to use less conditioner. I'm oh. like, who are
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> That's, first of all, hilarious that your dad is saying this to you. Yes.
0: Um, He's very vocal about his opinions. <laughs>
1: um, but if we go back to what I said before about the you know, conditioner being the moisturizer after you shampoo, you need it to moisturize your scalp. Otherwise, you, you'll get dry scalp. If your scalp is dry, your hair won't grow. Um, the, it's not in the best environment to grow. So it's just not it's not a good idea to not use conditioner. I would say if you're concerned about it being too heavy, they make conditioners for different textures of hair. So for fine hair that could get more weighed down, you can use a lighter conditioner. Um, So I would recommend don't skip conditioner, just maybe adjust the conditioner that you do use.
0: Well, you've already made it clear that I should be using different shampoo and conditioner, so I get it. (laughs) Just hammer it in there. Yes. Okay, last one for the game. You should get your hair cut every six to eight
1: weeks. Okay, so as a hairstylist, I feel like I should definitely recommend this because it would be more money in my pocket. <laughs> um, but I, I don't find that necessary. I think if you're trying to maintain a style, so right now my hair is bob, if I want it to stay a bob, I should get it cut every six to eight weeks. For um, people with short hair, I think that's a great option. If you have longer hair, I usually recommend to my clients between eight to 12 weeks to come on in, as long as they're taking care of their hair on the other side. You know, they're using conditioner, (laughs) they're using products, and they're not damaging their hair with heat or anything like that. Okay.
0: I mean, I haven't dyed my hair ever, hence more about why I don't know anything about hair. I've decided never to do anything to my hair so, that I never had to learn. Uh, that was the game portion. I got plenty more questions. I think we covered the shower stuff. So, we'll move into more hair care things. Um, one other thing that I've heard when it comes to um, at home tricks with your hair is the use of some different ingredients in your kitchen, like mayo or like honey. Like, are any of these worth trying?
1: So, Okay, so there's better there's better ways to get the effects of these products. I understand, you know, it's easy to just use what's in your house. Um, it really depends if you're if you're someone who wants to style their hair every day, and then you're loading mayo onto your hair. It may not come out that easily, but the goal of using mayo and why people do it is it has some protein in it from the egg. So there's masks and. Hair products out there that also have protein that's designed for your hair, whereas mayo is designed to be eaten. (laughs) So um, as far as the honey, I just, I can't imagine putting honey in your hair. I
0: might've made that one up
1: actually. (laughs) I know know they do honey on the face. Oh, okay.
0: Maybe, maybe I'm mixing up a lot of... Yeah. The way I see it,
1: if you (laughs) want protein in your hair, because protein helps to strengthen your hair, your hair is made of protein so people are using mayo, but mayo isn't the best smelling <laughs> in, right. ingredient or to put on your hair. Um, if you want to try it out, go ahead. But there's definitely other other things designed for your hair that you could use to do the same thing.
0: Okay, so keep the mayo in your fridge, in your tuna, yeah. on your sandwich, <laughs> not on your hair. Fair enough. Okay, uh, then some other hair concerns like dandruff or like hair breakage. What is causing? Those things to your
1: hair. So dandruff. Um, to be honest, that's something I would go to a doctor for. It's actually like you would need more of a medicated shampoo and conditioner, and you can go to a dermatologist for that. I know dandruff; a lot of people struggle with it. Sometimes it's you just have a dry scalp, and it looks like dandruff. So my recommendation is always uh, make sure you're really scrubbing your scalp with your shampoo and using conditioner. And then if you still are having an issue, then I would get it te- uh, checked out by a doctor or something like that.
0: I heard that conditioner is only supposed to be used on the bottom half of your hair and not on the scalp. Is that wrong? Yeah, that's wrong. Oh, I should have put that in that's
1: my game. Not advice.
0: Wait, really? That's what I've been doing since I read that somewhere. No.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I've had people tell me my scalp. I've, I've had people come up to me. As soon as they find out I'm a hairdresser, they ask me all the questions. <laughs> and one of them is, I, my scalp is so dry, whatever I do, it's dry. So I always tell people, you know, what you put in your body, that's like your diet is important, your sleep, are you hydrated? But then the next question I ask is, do you use conditioner? And a lot of times it's no, or they use it on their ends, not their scalp. But if you think about it, that would be like washing your face and then never using moisturizer on your face. So of course, your face is going to be dry. So... Hmm. you just have to make sure if you're using conditioner on your scalp that you're really rinsing it well if you don't rinse it all away then it definitely can make your hair flatter it can build up
0: wow I'm mortified I thought that was like I didn't even bother asking that in the game because I figured that had to be true I don't know why
1: (laughs) no the best way to protect against breakage is not to brush your hair when it's wet that's a great (laughs) one and also if it's dry, you know, if you're, if breakage is your concern, just be very gentle with it. Use your fingers to remove knots and make sure you're using a detangler and a good conditioner, and then maybe a protein hair mask would be good for you.
0: Great segue to my next question. What on ah. earth is a hair mask?
1: So the hair mask, so pretty much it's just, it's a, deep, it's a deep conditioner. It's extra moisturizing. It's a little bit thicker, more concentrated than a regular conditioner. And it's meant to be left on your hair a little bit longer. so
0: Like during the day, not in a shower. It's just like when you got some time chilling in ho- at home, maybe doing a face mask.
1: Oh, so I would do it. Actually, you can do it that way. If you have a shower cap, then you could uh, shampoo your hair, squeeze the water out, put on a deep conditioning mask. of, And there's so many types. And then clip your hair up and put a shower cap over it. And the heat from your head will actually help to... Penetrate the mask deeper into your hair and then leave it on for, you know, up to a half an hour would be great. So, what is, did you say
0: what the hair mask is for? What is it? Is it also a protein thing? Oh, yeah, it must be because that's what you're saying instead of mayo.
1: Yeah, depending on, there's different types out there. So, there's protein hair masks, and usually they'll say that they have protein in them because it's to strengthen your hair. But also, if you use too much protein, it can actually make your hair brittle and break it. Oh. Yeah. So if you use a protein mask, it's something you want to do maybe once a month. And then there's other types of masks that are more moisturizing or more aimed at hair breakage or just dry hair. So it really does depend on your hair type. And um, usually in the directions, it'll tell you what hair type it's designed for. And if you're confused, I would say just ask your stylist Mm
0: -hmm.
1: when you see them.
0: Okay. One other type of conditioner that I have never used because I I guess another case of I don't want to read the label what is leave-in conditioner
1: leave in okay so leave-in <laughs> conditioner this okay make sure you're, you got your notepad down for this one it's conditioner that you put in your hair and you don't rinse it out you just leave it in you <laughs> are you with me
0: so am I supposed to, I'm supposed to shower, right? Do the shampoo, all the other things we do in there and then turn the water off, put the conditioner in and leave it.
1: <laughs> yes, but leave in conditioner. It's usually, it's usually in a spray bottle or oh. it's, and it's a lot lighter. So it's something that you would do what you normally do in the shower, uh, shampoo, condition, rinse, squeeze the water out of your hair. And then you can spray in your leave-in detangler, and then you can comb through with your fingers or use a wide-tooth comb. It's just something if you're – and let's say it's great for a beach day. If you go to the beach you just don't want your hair to get all tangled, you want it to stay conditioned, you could spray some in your hair. It's just a light product that you can use all the time, and it's just constant moisturizing your hair.
0: Okay. That actually, I was about to halfway through your sentence. I was like, "Wait, what is it even for?" And then you, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so it sounds like it's not really that great for after a shower. It's good for in between, just to keep your hair moisturized.
1: Some people, after they, your hair is so healthy.
0: Thank you. You know, even <laughs>
1: though you feel like it could be dry because it's not colored, but for someone like me, who's naturally brunette and really blonde, or anyone who has damaged hair. Even if they use conditioner, once they squeeze water out of their hair, it will still get tangled.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So someone like that might need it right after they shower. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So leave-in conditioner has a purpose. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Rapid fire. Okay. Rollers versus curling irons.
1: Rollers are great.
0: Are we thinking hot rollers? Uh, girl, you know I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay, so let's break it down here. There's rollers that you can put in your hair when they're wet. So then it will actually dry in the shape of the roller. Okay, that's a good option because your hair, when it goes from wet to dry, it maintains the shape better than if it's already dry and you curl it. So if you really, and it's also, I would say, the healthiest for your hair because it's just naturally air drying into the shape that you want. So it's low heat and the shape will will last, right? And then there's hot rollers. So hot rollers go in your hair when it's already dry and you just roll it and set it. That's also a great option. It's great because not only is it putting a shape in your hair, but then it's also cooling down and setting it. Have you ever seen when people set their hair with a curling iron and put the clips in? And they look like George Washington. (laughs) So that's pretty much what a roller set is doing. And um, it may be easier for you to use. It just gives you a really full look. And then curling iron is something where your hair is already dry, and then you're going in and you're changing it into a different shape. Um, I think wet to dry rollers would be a great option if you could figure it out. <laughs> and the great thing is, even for me, when there's something new that comes out and I don't know how to do it, I just, I Google it. I watch mm-hmm. YouTube videos. There's definitely videos out there of how to put rollers in my hair, and then you could look that up and yeah, figure
0: it same out. Same with curling hair. That was some... A lot of uh, influencers have done it, and I've learned, like, if you curl the opposite way in the back of your hair, it, like, makes it more, like, voluminous, and just all these weird tricks. So, yeah. This is a total different direction. Again, we're... St- I guess we're spit-firing here. Why does it hurt when you leave a ponytail in your hair for too long? <laughs>
1: I, I mean, to be, I'll be honest, I really don't know the answer to this, but I would just guess <laughs> that it's just too tight. I mean, it's oh. the same.
0: <laughs> it, I there was some like scientific reason that was just like, it's tight. Got it.
1: Yeah. It's just, if you're a, a lot, sometimes people with a lot of hair, if they put their hair up and leave it all day, it's just too tight. And then eventually they start getting a headache. Same thing with a headband, it can happen. And the way I think of it, it's like, if you're wearing jeans that are too tight, it'll start bothering you at the end of the day. It's just- That I know about. Just has to, yeah, it just has to loosen up. Um, so so yeah, there's really no answer for that. If there is, let me know it.
0: Another Spitfire question. What's the point of the cold setting on a blow dryer?
1: Love that. So when the hair cools down, that's when you really lock in a style. So if you're blow drying your hair and it's still hot, it can, it has the potential to start frizzing up or the style can actually fall. So what you want to do is if you're using a brush and you're blow drying, before you drop down that section, put the blow dryer on the cool setting and cool down the section. It's pretty much replacing having to put a pin in your hair to set it. You can actually set it by just cooling it. Oof. That I feel fun?
0: like no <laughs> one knows that. I don't think anyone I know has ever used the cool setting on their blow blow dryer the
1: cool setting is amazing
0: um but you did mention frizz so for the love of all that is good how do you tackle frizz i know obviously you just mentioned the cool setting on the blow dryer so i'll try that but what else can resolve that
1: so and and this all depends on hair texture some people just have hair that tends to frizz more but usually if there's frizz it's because the hair is looking for moisture in the Mm -hmm. air Or it can happen, you know, if you live in an area that's really humid, it's inevitable. Got it. You just have to not go outside. (laughs) Um, But in any, if it's normal weather outside, it's not too humid and your frizz is an issue, then it might just be a change of a product that is necessary. There's a lot of anti-frizz products out there. A lot of different brands. If you Google anti-frizz products, it'll come up. Um, And it's just also if you are air drying your hair, the more you touch it as it dries, the frizzier it'll get. Oh. So it really – yeah, it has to do with the product you're using. It has to do with how you're styling. But I promise if frizz is an issue, there's a way to beat mm-hmm. it. So um, I would say, like, it might be a more in-depth conversation with your stylist, but you don't have to live with the frizz. <laughs> Our,
0: I know you said that obviously, the products that I'm using, I should switch. And there are so many more products besides – shampoos and and conditioner and the masks what about those serums or is that a cure for frizz
1: yeah definitely okay I love a good serum and there's so many different types out there but I love the serum because it's versatile you can use it when your hair is wet before you dry it and it'll help to protect it from heat and then if you want some more shine or if you want a smooth frizz afterwards you can use it again I love, I love a product that you can use in a bunch of different ways and you don't have to have 10 products to do the same thing.
0: Okay, my last one about hair care. Is there anything we can do to make our hair shed less? Or does it even matter? Like, just deal with it.
1: I think everyone has a natural amount of hair that they lose. There's an average, but everyone... Has a natural. If you feel like your hair is shedding way more than naturally, then I would say it could be a thyroid issue. It could be it could be something that's diet related. So there's no way to make it shed less than what's normal for your body. I mean, there there might be medications or drugs out there. I just think it's best to not mess mm-hmm. with it. Um, but I think you know, if you shed a lot, then I would say talk to someone about it. But also just check yourself and say, okay, am I taking all my vitamins? Am I drinking enough water? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I stressed? Because those are all reasons for hair loss. And then other than that, it could be genetics. There's so many factors. But I think, you know, think about what you can control, which is what you're putting in your body. And if you're working out, if you're being healthy, and then from there, if you still have an issue, then maybe talk to someone.
0: Okay. All right. So we're going to move along into styling. I got a lot of questions. I'll, I'll start with a question from a listener that wanted to know how to determine when a hair is still in style. So I think
1: looking at their people for inspiration is always great. You know, whatever you see, there's trend forecasters out there. I know even for Wella, we come out with trends that are like, we already have, you know, just like fashion week. There's spring, summer trends that are already released, fall trends. So I would say if you're wondering what is up, com- what up and coming a trend, look at what models are doing, look at what brands are doing because they actually have companies that are forecasting these trends. Um, and look at celebrities, see what they're doing. But I think the, the biggest thing is you want something that's suitable for you. So if you have a style that looks really good on you, then it is, it is on trend because it's customizing it for yourself.
0: I love like a good little self-confidence boost. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you believe looks good on you, that is in trend.
1: Yeah. And I'll, it also depends on your face shape. Um, so, and your skin tone, your eye color and your stylist, especially when it comes to hair color, that's important. And when it comes to a haircut, that's also important as, long, as well as suitability, hair texture, all those things. So I would say the best, the best way to get to the answer to this is have a consultation with your stylist about it.
0: So I know you obviously do a lot of hair coloring. Uh, When it comes to hair dye, what are your thoughts between doing it from a box at home and splurging and getting it done? And I'm sure your thoughts are, well, get it done because it's a safety net, but also let's say you don't have a lot of money. Is that even a good option?
1: Okay, so as far as doing your hair at home, I think it's important to just know your limits. <laughs> if, of course, I would recommend someone going to the salon and getting it done, but I understand that may not be possible. So I think you know if, you are, if you're doing simple gray coverage or if you're going darker, then you may be able to manage it at home. You just have to be careful of, of making sure you're hitting all the spots that you need color on your head, right? And making sure it's saturated and all those things you can potentially damage your hair or you can get an unwanted color result which would mean that you have to then go pay for it to be done professionally which would be a lot more money right so i would just true. say you know, know know your your limits know your choices and make the best decision for you as far as <laughs> as far as lightening your hair at home or going lighter with color bleach i really wouldn't recommend that because it is a chemical and you know, if you're, if you're artistic, you might be able to pull it off and do it, but they could also go very wrong. Um,
0: or just take Tara's advice and get a
1: wig. Yeah. Get a (laughs) wig, try it out. I think also if you've never been like, if you really want to experiment with color and you're not sure what to do, I mean, you can, you can reach out to someone and do a virtual consultation with them. And I think it is important to have someone look at your skin tone, your eye color. And you know help you, so I think going to a professional is important. But I understand mm-hmm. if you can't.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, okay, another product that I should know how to use, but I don't, and everyone raves about, and I just don't understand. And I had some people, men and women, asking about this. What are the guidelines for using dry shampoo?
1: Oh, I love dry shampoo.
0: That's the response it always gets.
1: <laughs> so pretty much dry shampoo. It has different ingredients in it, but the main The main role of it is to soak up oil from your scalp, right? So your natural oils. And you want to section your hair, apply it to the root, spray it about 10 to 12 inches away from your head because when it comes out, it's an aerosol, but it can be a little bit wet. So you want it to be powdery. The further away from your hair you spray it, the more powdery it'll be. Shake it up before you spray as well. And then just really, you don't need it at the ends of your hair. You want it at your root because that's where it's oily. And then you wanna make sure that you brush it through afterwards so that it doesn't look white or powdery.
0: Okay, I, I yeah, it's it's kind of a thing you have to play with to, to figure out and pretty much fail at first to see where you're supposed to have it exactly and when's a good time to, I'm probably lying. She knows what she's doing. You guys all probably know what you're doing too. That question might've been more for me. <laughs> uh, okay, cool, I think those, those were the big ones when it comes to styling. Obviously, there's got to be a follow-up. I have so many more questions, but I do want to let you go and live your life. So if people do have more questions before we uh, touch base again, for listeners who want to learn more uh, and get more tips when it comes to hair or potentially even get their hair done by you if they're um, in an area that you visit, where can they get a hold of you?
1: Great question. Uh, So I would say I do use Instagram a lot to post for my business. So my Instagram is at Tara takes over, which is T R A A. No, not I can't even spell my name. T A R R A takes over. So uh, double R in there. And then I also have a website that is attached through a link in my bio. My website is weaverla.com. So that's also double R in there. And then I also have, um, if people message me, uh, I have message options. You can actually consult with me online. You can book an appointment online and all the good stuff. And I'm happy to answer any questions
0: right. as well. Thank you so much for being a part of this. This was so helpful. I am failing miserably when it comes to my hair, but you are there to save me, so thank you.
1: Of course, thanks for having me. I believe in you. I think, you know, you're asking the right questions. I hope that a lot of people benefit from this. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Hopefully everyone enjoyed uh, getting some of the mystery out of hair care trimmed a little bit. Uh, So we will catch you guys next time. Is there another basic aspect of life that you cannot grasp? Send your topics to HowDidIGetThisFar at gmail.com and tag at HowDidIGetThisFarPod on Instagram with any helpful hacks. Well, that's as far as we will get for now. I'm Amanda Ogan. Thanks for listening.